You're listening to SBS News. I would love within five years for us to have sentient robot colonists on the Moon and Mars. In space, we have this unbelievable opportunity to build a new society from the ground up and to have AI and humans working together. So it's very aligned with our mission of understanding how society can be done well. Um, you know, humans don't do well in space. They cost billions of dollars to send up. They degrade pretty quickly. Um, there's a lot of complex tasks they have to do and they, they don't function well in space. So the idea of having a robot crew around you to support and augment your work is incredible and just so important, not just for space, but for humanity. Liesl Yearsley, is a visionary with ambitions to see a society augmented and improved by the use of robots and artificial intelligence. Visionary she may be, but she's also very practical. She's the co-founder of an artificial intelligence company, Akin. At her Sydney workshop, young AI developers are hard at work on a new robot, the first of three that may one day complement human astronauts on space missions. Our team today are building AI systems for the habitat and we're building them for NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab. So it's a significant project coming out of Australia, manufactured right here, um, but we're shipping to the US uh, to support NASA in their moon to Mars missions. The robots, built at a cost of $2 million each, are due to be shipped next year, despite this year's COVID-19 disruption. But getting to this point has not been an easy road. Liesl Yearsley was born in Zambia, of Dutch and French heritage. Her family fled increasing violence when she was a young child as refugees. They resettled in Zimbabwe only to find themselves in the midst of conflict again. Political violence has been steadily worsening in Zimbabwe during the past two years, with dozens of people killed. Human rights groups say it is President Mugabe's government which is mainly responsible. The newly independent Zimbabwean government launched an ongoing program of land reforms which dislodged many white farmers who became increasingly concerned at the level of violence associated with these reforms. I remember being a kid and um, being taken out into the field and they put this huge gun in my hand, my, my mum and dad, and they said, you see that scarecrow? They said, they're in the area, they might come for us today and you might be the only one left alive and you're going to have to take them down, kill the scarecrow. And I remember having this huge gun in my hand going, blam, and I actually got concussed. I got thrown back. I was a skinny little kid. I got thrown back, hit my head on the ground, and I was concussed. And I came to, and they said, get up. Do it again. Take him out. Liesl's family fled again, this time to Johannesburg in South Africa in the late 1980s. From those early terrifying experiences, Liesl says she has found the strength to make her mark in male-dominated fields. At the time, I just thought that's how everyone looked. I thought everyone could handle a gun when they were six years old. Um, looking back now, I'm immensely grateful. You know, the one thing it's given me is that I feel intensely alive every day. Like, you never knew if you were going to be there the next day. And that's a gift I carry with me today. The other thing that's been immensely useful, I know a lot of entrepreneurs who ex-refugees from war-torn countries. And the thing is, you have... You have this thing where you can look at risk and you stare it down. In Australia, women make up only 29% of those working in the university qualified science, technology, engineering and mathematics workforce, and they face a 22% gender pay gap. Even starting out, Liesl's gender became an issue. So I've been a coder since I was 12 or 13. Now, I actually tried to apply to get into computer sciences, and the uh, dean said to me, look around. 
there's no girls here. You can apply if you like. So I did apply and I got rejected even though I was a straight A student. Thwarted by the system, Lethal studied medicine for a couple of years before having to drop out because of the high tuition costs. She ended up getting a degree, working nights. She migrated to Australia in 1997 with two young children, but by then she was already running her own business as the owner of an education franchise across Africa called Top Tots. In 2005, she built a search engine company that was eventually sold to computer giant IBM. Her third venture was the AI company Akin. But despite her record of success, she finds as a woman entrepreneur, venture capital is hard to find. Look, as a female founder, we already had a tough time pre-COVID. Um, statistically, women raised 2.8% of venture funding. So that means me, despite three successful companies, right out the gate, I'm standing in line behind 50 blokes who are my peers at the level I'm at. So we already have a massive shortage of venture funding. Most of Liesl's funding comes from the United States, where she says they see her as a technologist first and a woman second. But despite those NASA connections, Liesl's ambitions are not just off-planet. Akin is more than robots in space. So the company I run now, Akin, is actually a public benefit corporation. The very nature of what we do is social impact. So we're after this four hours a day to run a home, but we're after it in a mindful, intelligent way. So we're really thinking about... If you run a home well, how does society get better? How does the parents' lives get better? How do the kids' lives get better? We're working mostly in the disability sector right now, um, helping give people agency and choice in running their daily lives with assistive robots and assistive home devices. Liesl's own experience is a driving force to that part of her kin's work, particularly during lockdown. She's been balancing running her business with home care. She has three children, including a two-year-old with special needs. I've been a caregiver for a lot of my life as well. Now, when you live with disability, you kind of want the same things everyone else does. You know, my home is the same as anyone's home. It's just more of it. So, like, if you think you have problems getting dinner on the table at night, time's up by three. If you think it's hard meeting your budget, it's harder. If you think it's hard to have a bit of free time to yourself, the average caregiver has 15 minutes a day. Um, if you have a kid with disability, it's even less. Um, so really, it's just a kind of an extreme household. So we figure if we can solve it for the most difficult habitat, which is space, then the next most difficult, which is severe disability, we can solve running the home for anyone. Of all the change agents featured in this SBS series, Liesl Yearsley's vision goes beyond her immediate community. She has a vision of society that is very different to the way it is now. We are absolutely at a turning point in human history. I have been in this field for a long time and I have no doubt that inside of 20 years we're going to have a singularity type event. And by singularity we mean where a machine is able to make itself more intelligent. Now what we're building for is a turning point future where the machines work in close collaboration with us in an empathic way. Um, the other big shifts we're seeing is our society as a whole is getting crowded and dissatisfied, um, you know, and we really need our AI to, to lift some of that load and work with us more intelligently on how our society unfolds. Alan Lee, SBS News.